Previously on the Upside Down Dirty Podcast. This is a little different episode. I'm going to be talking with my friend Imelda. So for this episode, I asked her to come up with her top 25 favorite songs. So yeah, um, these are our top 25 favorite songs, 50 in all, of course. The secret word for this episode is apple. Like Hugh Lewis and the News. Yes, people make fun of me because I like them. I don't care. Um, but the song is This Is It. Is So I'm just getting this one out of the way. And that is Walk Like an Egyptian by the Bangles. Okay, so I'm not like a big Matchbox 20 fan, but the song Back to Good. Bob Seger, You'll Accompany Me. He just, I guess, just released a Greatest Hits CD. Yeah, my next song is Three Days by James Addiction. Okay, my next song is Break My Stride by Matthew Wilder. Okay, so Sad Cafe by The Eagles. Okay, my next song is another happy song. It's called Oh How Happy by Shades of Blue. Let's see. My next one is by The Beatles. This one is Within You, Without You. Open Your Heart by Madonna. You like a lot of happy songs. And now, part two. What's your next one? Uh, another Beatles song, uh, Two of Us. Okay. Uh, um, I love that one because it's, it's just a nice little song. And it's just acoustic and, you know, uh, Paul singing and everything. Um, but I like it mostly because it's a song that I kind like, I see it as... Well, there's another song in here that I see about, like, I relate to my dad or, like, related to my dad. And so the two of us, it just reminds me of uh, my dad and I just going to the grocery store, you know. And and it's not a love song. I mean, it could be, I guess, but there's no romance in it. Okay. And um, so it's just, like, two of us driving solo, uh, heading nowhere or something like that on our way home. You know, we're on our way home. It's just... uh, it's just cute, you know, <laughs> it's just a cute song, and I just think of, of you, of my dad and me, you Okay, know? that's awesome. Just driving places and stuff, yeah, yeah, so it's also a great song, it's also fun to sing, um, I'm not gonna sing it now, but, right, right. um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, one of the lines is, uh, you and I have memories longer than the road that stretches out of here, it's cute, <laughs> it's so cute, <laughs> um, it's funny how, like, Paul McCartney did the song, Maybe I'm Amazed. He did it for his, he wrote it for his wife, Linda. Uh-huh. Like, not, um, there's no romance. I mean, it, it's romantic, but you don't know that it's a romantic song. You can apply it to anything. And there's an episode of The Simpsons where Paul and Linda McCartney guest starred. Yeah, oh, yeah. And that's when oh, Lisa yeah. wants to be a vegetarian. Right, yeah. And remember that? And then she gets in a big old fight with Homer, but at the end of it, they make up. And then they play Maybe I'm Amazed. And it is just like, I've never, I've never like thought of it as a, a song between a father and his daughter. Like that oh, is just so yeah, cute. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I just had to throw that one out there. That's, again, that's, that's why I, I think it's so dumb and foolish for bands and, and artists to not, to be so, like to be such sticklers about allowing their songs in movies and, and, and TV shows and stuff, because it's like, that's right. like, especially like years later, because then it, it always ends up uh, being like becoming popular again. Like, um, like when yeah. in, in family guy, when they, um, I don't know if you watch family guy much, but, there's there's an episode where where peter uh his, his like it's established that his favorite song is surfing bird uh-huh. <laughs> and after that episode that song was like the number one uh downloaded song uh or or like purchased song you know on itunes or or i don't know whatever it was yeah yeah but anyway, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> Kate Bush 
that same thing with that that show uh stranger things oh yeah yeah totally yeah recently right right yeah and and she was super grateful about it you know she was super grateful for it and you know i'm sure amazed and everybody and again everybody was just like all about that song oh yeah yeah I, I was yeah, gonna... I don't get why they're like that either. Because also, like again, The Simpsons in that episode, it's like, wow, maybe I'm amazed, you know, because there's that, you know, the line, um, maybe you're the only woman who could ever help me. Okay, so yeah, right away you think, and and it, it was for Linda, his wife, but it's like, well, why can't it be a line from a father to his daughter? Oh, you for know? sure, yeah. Obviously, does woman. So like, yeah, you're the only woman who could ever help me. Oh. chokes me up (laughs) yeah totally (laughs) speaking of Beatles um yeah um a couple of their songs uh always makes me think of uh riding around with my mom when when I was a kid Uh especially uh like nowhere man and drive my car yeah uh, yeah a lot of those songs Mm-hmm. Lady Madonna, because yep. she uh, had like tapes, and so uh, yep, we would yep. we would listen to those. Yep, same here. <laughs> the cassette, and and my my dad's a big Beatles fan, so oh, okay, guess what yeah. I listen to every weekend. <laughs> but it's all it's all good. <laughs> Ryan here. I just want to interrupt to talk a little bit about uh, some Beatle-related discoveries I have made. So, uh, you know, as you know, the Beatles used to allegedly do this thing called backmasking, where they would record hidden messages in their songs so that when they were played backwards, you could hear them. You know, like the the Paul uh, Paul is dead thing where, you know... Uh, you can hear uh, the words, turn me on, dead man, which was supposed to be in reference to Paul. But anyway, a lot of people don't know that there were times where the Beatles, you know, they didn't always get along. You know, deep down, they had love and admiration for each other. But there were some times where, you know, it was a little turmoil. So they would sometimes take little digs at each other within songs. And that is what I have discovered by going a little step further from backmasking, where I actually took a song and, you know, reversed it, but I also split it in two, kind of, and it's so complicated, it's not even worth going into. Just trust me, I, I spent hours on this. I, I didn't go to work for a week, I didn't DoorDash, there was food rotting at restaurants because nobody was picking it up, but it was all worth it because I, I found something that I thought was really interesting. So, you know, just... Listen to this part of this cla- the classic Beatles song, Across the Universe. Okay, yeah, so that's the song as we know it. Well, you know, what I did, it, basically, I flipped it upside down dirty, and this is what it sounds like if you do that. Ringo has got the diarrhea. So yeah, crazy, isn't it? That's uh, why we love those Beatles. All right, back to the show. Okay, so it is your turn. All right, my next song is by Bob Dylan. It's <gasps> it's all right, Ma. I'm only bleeding. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it's. I am. Oh, man, I don't have a Bob Dylan song on my list. I'm very ashamed of myself. Damn it. Well, that's but proceed. Right. Go ahead. No, that's that's all right. Maybe you know we'll do this again. We'll do the part two, and uh, we can have make you know make a a, yeah. a whole new list. And uh, yeah, it's all right, Ma. I'm only bleeding. That I didn't know the name of the song for for a while. Um, I recorded back in the '90s. There was this. It was. Uh, it was a special on TV called the history of rock and roll. And when they were going into the, 
uh, 60s and started into like Bob Dylan, uh, they they showed a segment or like a like footage of him singing this song and or they may have even said the name of it but i was like what is that song because it just sounded so you know Uh i I don't know i just i i immediately was drawn to it just the the beginning Mm -hmm. part uh um the you know darkness at the break of noon shadows even the silver spoon and Mm -hmm. uh i was like wow that's really cool so then yeah. finally um I was able to get it. That was one of the first CDs that I that I ever bought. Well no, tape no, I of course I started with tapes first. So yeah, uh-huh. um uh well I'll get to the first tape I I ever had. But yeah, Bob I Bob Dylan was uh probably the second artist that I ever like ordered a, a cassette tape. I, I I and I I think I may have even bought it at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I know I bought several Bob Dylan tapes really? at at the Rock and Roll um, Hall of Fame. Yeah, I and, never knew you went there. That's what. I oh yeah, on on the way back from. I think we. I think it was on the way back from uh, Washington D.C. Um, because in Upward Bound when I was a student in Upward Bound, we, the summer program, we would always take a trip. Like the first Uh year I went to Nashville. The second year, I think we just went to Minneapolis. And then the third year was Washington, D.C. And then the fourth year was New York. So yeah, that was cool. Then, then I, after school, I worked there and we went to Colorado and then Florida Oh, and uh, Chicago. Wait, Chicago, and then Toronto. So yeah, I've been to a lot of places. Nice, dude. I didn't, wow, I didn't think I worked. I didn't think I worked there that long, <laughs> or that many years. Where's the Hall of Fame at? It's it's in, isn't it in um, Memphis, Tennessee, it's, or no? It's it's in uh, Ohio. It's in Cleveland, I believe. Cleveland, right? Yeah, That's right. Yeah. Yeah, oh, we, we may have stopped dude, there on the way better. there. I can't remember. But anyway, yeah, I bought some Bob Dylan songs uh, or, or tapes, I mean, from there. <laughs> and yeah, I used to listen to those uh, all the time. But yeah, yeah and I my favorite. Bob Dylan. What's that? I'm trying to remember how I got into him. Probably because of my brother, you know, and from there you know because my brother would blast his music so i would hear it you know and not no he didn't do it so i could hear it but i heard you oh know, yeah yeah and and of course my dad is you know even though he's mexican and he does love mexican music he loves american music and english like you know the beatles and which is english but you know um yeah yeah <laughs> so i grew up with a lot of 60s music 50s and 60s because of my dad and so um yeah that's i think that's yeah i mean part of my growing up i guess but i remember thinking like i gotta listen to bob dylan you know i gotta listen to bob dylan and i bought a cd of his and um that was it it's awesome but when you when you talked about how you heard the song on that show yeah yeah that reminded me of when forrest gump had just come out and uh you know the soundtrack to forrest gump is awesome oh, obviously legendary has yeah and um vh1 did a special uh, called it was about that the forrest gump soundtrack and so they go to commercial and then when it came back from commercial they would show the little titles and stuff of the show and i would hear this song like this this little like guitar these notes and i was like what is that fucking song like i love it <laughs> and it was actually california dreaming oh and as you know the very beginning of california dreaming you know how that starts it's like and that one like i was just and they only played that little part okay oh wait hold on one second 
I got to stop it again. Okay. Hold that thought. Okay, so California Dreamin'. The first time I heard it was, I didn't know what the title of it was. So it was when VH1 had this special, and they were, it was about the Forrest Gump soundtrack. And what do you call that? Like when they get back from commercial and they show like the title of the show again, it's like a little intro, I don't know. And there's this song that was playing and uh it's the very beginning of california dreaming right? oh okay and i just fell in love with that and, and i was like what the hell is that song that sounds really really cool and um so, so so what they were doing was they were talking about the songs and the soundtrack of course and showing music, the videos to them and and i think that's yeah and i think that's they eventually brought up mom's and papa's california dreaming and it played and and uh and that was it. I was sold, and I was a fan of theirs ever since. And I was obsessed with them for a while in high school. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, that's that's when I first heard California Dreaming, and that is one of my favorites. Oh, cool, yeah. Yeah, that's that's funny uh, um, that you were really into that, into them at... Because even at that age, when, you know, we were that age... That was mm-hmm. an odd band to really be into. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I grew up with a, a lot of 60s music because of my dad. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's, yeah, I remember a lot of uh, my dad playing records and, well, more tapes, I guess, back then. But, yeah, 60s. Yeah, but for and... some reason, I never heard the Mamas and the Papas growing up. It's the Beatles mostly. My dad was a big Beatles fan, so he is a big Beatles fan. So, but uh, so I asked him about Mamas and Papas, and he mentioned, "Oh yeah, I love that band." And he mentioned how he had a a few of their vinyls back in the day, but my sister's babysitter stole them all. Oh man! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And she still has them, as far as you know. Do what? She still has them, as far as you know. Does does he still have them? Yeah. The vine? No, because the babysitter stole them. Or no, I'm. That's what I mean. The, the babysitter still has them. Oh, oh I, I have no idea. She just oh. she disappeared. She just um she stole them, and that was it. They never saw her again. Oh wow. Yeah, she was crazy, and I don't I have to ask about this. A long time ago, I heard, because she was my oldest sister's babysitter, and I think she would, like, lock my sister up in the bathroom or something. Wow. And she would have her friends over and party or something like that, and she would lock my sister in. I, I don't remember. I I have to ask about that. It's like the babysitter bandit from uh, Simpsons. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Is like, how do my parents know? I guess my sister told them. I, I have no idea. I don't know how that whole thing went down. Damn. But yeah, my dad was pretty upset. He said that he had. He, he's like, I had the one with them in the bathtub. I had that vinyl and. Oh yeah. Yeah. funny because you can find that stuff in thrift stores now yeah yeah and those flea markets i mean they're right yeah they're uh reissuing some also Mm -hmm. which isn't you know it's cooler of course to find the originals but still okay all right your next one is Okay, so speaking of parents, the next one is Red Wine, or I think is it is it Red Red Wine or Red Wine by UD40. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's just a cool song. Love it. It's great. Talking, talking. Well, I, I guess I can see some people being annoyed by it. I don't know, but I love it. Um, mostly because well, it's a great song, and also because my mom loves that song. Okay, yeah. My dad I mean, liked she it. it. But she when when it was 
playing a lot, you know, back in the day. She loved it. And she's not a music person. She's like Marge Simpson. She's like, music is none of my business. That's you- like my mom. She's not a big music fan. She lo- Well, even though she's not a music person, she fucking loves, she doesn't like the Rolling Stones. She doesn't care, but she like has the major hots for Mick Jagger. <laughs> always have. Even like years ago, we were watching TV and, and the Rolling Stones was on or whatever. And, my brother was watching something and my mom just had a look on her face like a come like come hither look <laughs> she's, just, she's, like, she's always had the hots for Mick Jagger I don't know <laughs> anyway um but yeah that song Red Wine by UB40 I love that song it's just especially you know it takes me back to being a kid and just the video was really neat you know and I always felt bad for the singer because the girl liked him clearly and but she was with some other dude, you know, <laughs> and um, all sad and he just drowned in sorrows and red wine. But um, but mostly because my mom loves that song. So. Right, right. <laughs> do, do you know who wrote that song? Uh, I guess I don't. Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond, really? Yeah, yeah. I I have a a live, um, or a a disc set of Neil Diamond where he sings it, and he's and he he starts out by saying, uh, "It wasn't long ago that a group named UB40 recorded one of my songs," and then he's like, "We're gonna do that reggae feel for you now," and he's saying it like their version. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. And same thing because he wrote "I'm a Believer" too, and oh. when when he introduces that song, he goes, "Here's one for the monkeys." Like nice. it's like you wrote that, <laughs> but he's I don't know. I guess he's just such a he's just such a cool guy that he like knows that that's like the more popular version of that song. Nice, <laughs> Jackson Brown and uh, Carol King. They're also like wrote songs that other bands. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Popular. Were you going to say something about your dad and UB40 or the song? Oh, Red just Wine? that he liked that song. But he liked to drink, so yeah, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually have a song on this list. I, I was going to say that... Um, oh, um, my, my grandma had the Sticky Fingers album of uh, Rolling Stones. Yeah. <laughs> interesting yeah yeah <laughs> hey you know it's so funny because we think of our parents as parents you know we never you know realize that they were cool at one point you know they were cool and they are cool um like in fact paul mccartney that song your mother should know by the beatles um paul wrote that because Actually, for that exact reason, that's like, yeah, you, we don't give our parents or our mothers enough credit, but they actually know cool stuff, you know? Oh, yeah. And that's our thing is called Your Mother Should Know. And um, so George is going to one day be like, my dad is so lame. <laughs> <laughs> and I realize, like, wait, my dad actually likes, I think he realizes that now because we all have that bond, you know, but um, for the most part, you know, especially old school parents, we didn't. Well, I mean, except for my dad, because he liked cool music and stuff, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, but Grandma having sticky fingers, that is that's pretty <laughs> awesome. Yeah, my... Yeah. I mean, most of my... Most of the music I like is the music that my... Uh, uh, mom, well, my both my parents liked, but especially... Yeah, my mom especially uh, had, like, all the... Most of the albums I had... Uh, um, She had uh yeah bob dylan uh i mean she she played she introduced me to george carlin when i was little uh, um like she would play like some of his uh you know more tamer routines yeah and then once i got into later in high school then i bought uh i bought all the george carlin tapes and uh discovered all the filthy stuff on my own <laughs> that's great (laughs) all right all right my next my next song is uh i think is definitely the oldest song that i've 
had so far well i mean it's all right ma i'm only bleeding the that was in the 60s of course well this one is from 1957 it's a song by ned miller it's called from a jack to a king and it's like an old country song um Um. my i i it it may actually be the first song I remember liking, like when I was real little. Um, I know I well, yeah, yeah. I I my I remember my dad listening to it. I'll try to play it. From a jack to a I don't know if you could hear that. I can hear it. It sounds like a lot of uh, I feel like a lot of the country songs from back then sounded. They had that same rhythm and yeah, I don't know the yeah. terms, but they have the same sound, same right, yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, a lot of those songs. Yeah, you could kind of play almost. I mean, I I I wish I could play guitar. I can't, but I do think that sometimes you can just play almost any song with uh ver- with a little with little variation um, right <laughs> just the like the change your change up or i don't know whatever yeah <laughs> I, mean, I call bingo i don't i can't play guitar i really wish i could i'm glad i'm very glad george can but uh <laughs> i think anybody I, could it's just practice i have a guitar here that my ex-boyfriend gave to me and so it's just sitting there and I and I think every now and then I should I should uh play it because well he gave it to me yeah <laughs> like, yeah um so I just have it here for sentimental reasons but I, but the thing is is that it may be out of tune and I don't know how to tune I, I can't play a guitar there's no way in hell I can tune it so I don't even know if what I'm playing is gonna is, is like in the right uh key oh right yeah I'd be I'd be like Chuck Berry. I guess his guitar was like almost always out of tune. Really? I didn't know that. That's what, yeah, I can't remember. I think Tom Petty said that on that history of rock and roll or somebody did when they were describing him that he would always, you know, here comes this guy, you know, guitar always out of tune. And, uh, but I mean, they were just saying, not criticizing him, just, uh, that he, he was so, uh, cool as far as music uh playing music that like he could get away with that right um oh i was gonna also um yeah ned miller i mean that just also sounds like a guy who could get you a great deal on a chevy impala or <laughs> right, it does. The, the owner like a used car salesman <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your next one? Let's see. Um, okay, so my other Eagle song is I Can't Tell You Why, which was a single, and it is uh, sung by Timothy B. Schmidt, who was a bass player, and he was also in that band Pogo or something, Pono or... Oh, okay. And um, anyway, but he's Eagle's bassist. And um, so... This song would come on a lot, the video of it. Um, I love that song. And VH1 would play it a lot. And um, I just fell in love with it. And I had a huge crush on this guy, Timothy B. Schmidt. Oh, really? When I, yes, I had the biggest crush on him. And, and I mean, I, I still think he's cute. But then my dad ruined it back then because he said that he looked like E.T., <laughs> and I'm, no he doesn't dad and then i thought he kind of no he doesn't like no he he does not look like et <laughs> <laughs> but um talk about man that is one of the most underrated guitar solos it really is it's don felder again oh yeah great guitar solo my god because you have a guitar solo in the middle of the song and then the song ends or the so you know the song's over, but there's Don Felder just fucking like 
playing it again it's very sexy very seductive the song is about a couple fighting and um and that's the question i can't tell you why um let me see what was the well, i'm trying to remember the lyrics now uh, hold on a sec sure oh yeah uh, every time I try to walk away, something makes me turn around and stay, and I can't tell you why. Oh yeah, yeah. Great. I, I was trying song. to. Figure, I was great trying song. to. Love it. Play that out in my head. Yeah. Yeah, that that is yeah. a great song. And there's so yeah. many people that that like hate the Eagles, and I don't get that. I I mean, I know they the songs are like overplayed on the radio, I suppose, but. Or, or, you know, people get sick of hearing them, but yeah. I don't know. I, I still, it's, you, you still, you got to look past that and just be like, they were great. <laughs> yeah. There's one guy I'm friends with on Facebook a long time ago. He asked, uh, what did he ask? His question was, um, your favorite, your favorite songs from your favorite band or your favorite Eagles song, something like that. And it was like a public post. I keep posted asking that. And so I commented with my favorite Eagles songs and Hotel California wasn't one of them. You know, like the big, big hits. They weren't, they weren't in that list, but that's, and, and he was amazed by that. And he's, and he didn't get it. He was very confused. He's like, wait a second. But like Hotel California is like their biggest hit. How is that not your one of your favorite songs? And I said, well, because I've heard other their other songs. Like yeah, this is yeah. my favorite band. So I've heard other songs that are to, for me better than Hotel California. Okay. Yeah. Um, choose these songs over Hotel California. I'm not saying Hotel is a terrible song. Of course it's not. Right. Right. But, but he just did not understand why I didn't have their hits. And I even said, like, I'm not doing it on purpose. I'm not trying to be that guy. No. It's just like, oh, I know the other stuff. You know, I, I wasn't trying to do that. And, um, and I'm like, these are, I, and he, and I, even after I, I explained it to him, even after I told him, I listened to the Eagles since I was in eighth grade. These are the songs. And he was just like confused that I didn't have their hits on there. Oh, right, right. I do it again. I'm a big fan. I know their other songs. I know their other stuff that wasn't released. I'm not trying to sound cool or anything. It's just <laughs> how it is. Jesus. No, that's <laughs> why well, I think like out of out of all the artists that I've mentioned so far, I mean, Bob Dylan is like my favorite and mm -hmm. the song that I picked of his is not, I mean, that's never been played on the radio as far as I know. <laughs> yeah. No. So yeah, I, I think it's common for like whoever your favorite bands are to like your favorite song would be one that isn't like, like a single or yeah, like a big hit yeah. for them. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Cause, cause just... you dig into. And that's why they're, that's why they're one of your favorite bands because you've heard their other stuff and you're just like, wow, like it's not, they're not just hits. It's like, yeah, it's like a new amazing. discovery. Like, whoa, what is this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why people hate the Eagles so much. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like they're like the Nickelback of the seventies because like everybody <laughs> hates Nickelback. And okay, I'm not like a, I'm not a fan of theirs, but I don't think they're terrible. Um, like they're obviously talented musicians. So what's the hate? I don't understand. I don't understand the utter hatred people have for Nickelback. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, what? I wonder where that stemmed from. I mean, I yeah, they're not. I don't like listen to them but yeah I, I i actually feel bad um <laughs> that so many people hey i i i i don't know i know that's got to be like, hard to deal guys, with I, I forget, it's funny because you know that singer rihanna every, you know a lot of people love her and she's like super famous i'm like and jennifer lopez i'm like these these but they don't even they, they play no instruments they don't write their own songs yet 
they're worshipped. However, Nickelback, okay, this, I mean, their songs are all right, um, but at least they are musicians, you know, and they're actually, like, busting their asses in the fucking studio every day for hours and hours and hours. Yeah, yeah. This. Yeah, I, I really try not to uh, shit on them. I've no, definitely I made some jokes I like about them. Photo- I think it's, like, Photograph. Or- no, I don't, I don't remember what that song is called. Um, and I like it. And people yeah, I, for I think, it, but I'm like, why do I have to hate this band? I don't understand. <laughs> That's a rhyme. Yeah, it, it's uh-huh. something that started online, I think, and just people just kind of they just became established as like just the worst band and and worst music and that's like i said that's like can you imagine being one of the members of the band and just having to see all these like internet memes and like i don't god they if if they're um yeah able to leave the house (laughs) and and just like greet the world in the morning and like they've they're more powerful or more stronger than i am <laughs> right yeah i know they're tougher yeah they're tough. Yeah. um yeah i think it became a cool thing to hate them is what right it is. yeah yeah um anyway so but yeah I that is, that is i can't tell you why that is a good song it's your turn and then i actually skipped over a song by accident so i'll go to that after oh, your sure. turn all right so my next one is uh by Martika Toy Soldiers. <gasps> no, is that that one? Um It's a Yeah, it's a I'm sure song. you know. Soldiers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think heart by heart. It's like kids singing too or Yeah, in the like yeah, in the chorus or background, yeah. Yeah, she actually wrote that song um, about a a friend of hers that was battling uh, addiction to cocaine. Aww. So it's, uh, yeah, it's kind of a, it, it sounds like such a happy song, but if you, yeah, if you listen to the lyrics, it's not really. Oh, wow. But, okay. And do, I, do you, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I, I was going to say, I, I, the first time I heard the song, I thought it was a song that was from that was in the fourth Nightmare on Elm Street movie, uh, and I don't know why. Because I, I mean, I guess there's a a little similarity in the music, maybe. But mm-hmm. the song that I thought was um, the song called Nightmare that was sung by the, um, like one of the stars of the movie her name is tuesday night but she sings that song in in that in the movie and then as i got older i realized that they were two different songs but yeah i I, it's it's a song that i've always uh i've always liked and i don't know exactly why other than uh, what i just said but right but yeah it's 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 just it's a cool song and i I think uh, george when when it it came on the my playlist one time when we, me and uh, George were driving around and he I think he said that um my that his mom's boyfriend was just talking about that song and I don't think he cares for it that much or because he heard it a lot on the radio and uh, so that I I thought that was kind of uh, funny or a coincidence that yeah, it came on and he was like yeah we were just talking about. It. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy um was it in the do you remember the movie toy soldiers that oh. came out the is that like a like there was a disney movie called that but that's probably not what you're talking about no it's about a school that's held hostage or something oh and that's actually i well okay hold on uh i want to say it's Probably the first movie I saw in a movie theater ever, either that one or Home, or Home Alone, one of those. And <laughs> oh, okay. Whichever, obviously, whichever one came out first is the one I saw in a theater for the first time, but Toy Soldier. Um, and I remember this, and I haven't seen it since then, honestly. 
Um, I've been meaning to check it out, but um, and like or to watch it again. But was that I with Sean remember. Astin and Will Wheaton? Sean Austin, yeah, he's in it. Sean Astin. Mm-hmm. Huh? Oh, I didn't. No, I didn't say anything. Oh, I thought you said Sean Astin was in it. Yes. Uh, what's his face? Samway. Samway. Oh, I, I mean, I, I did say that. that. Yeah. And um, so we're in the theater. My sister, my oldest sister Sandra, was sitting next to me, and there was this scene that was about to happen. This thing that was about to happen. And of course, I'm a kid, so like before it happened, my sister Sandra covered up my eyes with her hands. Um, because I guess it was maybe violent, and she didn't want me to see that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> the the uh, height. Jackers, like or whatever, like um, maybe pushed somebody out the window. I oh, just remember okay. the window. But I could have sworn that the song is in the movie. Oh, it could be. I, I just tried looking the, on the soundtrack to see, but I didn't see a soundtrack listed. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I just, or maybe because I, I mean, obviously I heard the song growing up, so obviously it reminded me of the movie because of the title. So I just. You know, like assumed that the song was in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a great song. Yeah, I haven't I heard it in forever. <laughs> All That's right, nice. what's your next one? Oh, my next one. Oh yeah. So the one I skipped over by accident is um, it's a song called Swan Lee, and it's by Sid Barrett, who was one of the original members of Pink Floyd, one of, of the course, co. Yeah creators of Pink Floyd, you know him, right? He's the one that has schizophrenia, so he was booted out of the band. And so Sid Barrett was in Pink Floyd, like, in the 60s. And that's when they were very psychedelic and everything. And uh, Sid Barrett went off, went on to do, I think, two solo albums. And um, I bought both of them. And great music, great fucking music. But Swan Lee is my favorite uh, because it just has that really cool, like, psychedelic sound to it. And Sid Barrett's voice is just amazing. It's very um, deep and dark. Uh-huh. And, and I think it has to do with, like, uh, an Indian, like, Native American. You know, so it's just a really neat cool 60s oh it came out in the 70s but has that like that cool 1960s feel to it um it's a great cool song love it so much and in fact there's a documentary coming out about sid barrett but as far as i know it's only being released in the uk so i'm hoping for an american release because i love sid barrett so much love him love him love 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 that guy and the cool thing is that even though he wasn't in pink floyd anymore the band still took care of him. So any money that Pink Floyd made, part of that went to Sid. Oh, they made okay. sure that Sid got part of that money. Yeah. Because, you know, he was sick. Well, I mean, aside from doing drugs and everything, he was also schizophrenic. And, um, you know, so they, they took care of him still. They yeah, still took yeah. care of him until the day he died. Yeah, that's... a. Uh... Um, Wish You Were Here was, of course, yes. written, written about him, yeah. Yeah, and in the movie The Wall, you know, that guy is based on Sid Barrett. Um, have you seen the movie? No, the actually, I haven't. Okay, well, there's no spoiler, but there's a scene where um, you just see the pink, because that's his name, the guy's name, and he's sitting in a chair, and he has a cigarette in his hand, and... Um, he hasn't flicked it. He's just sitting there, like kind of comatose. And they they put that in there because um, I forgot which Pink Floyd member um, went to see Sid, and that's how Sid was just he was just that's that's how you saw him just sitting there, oh, holding okay. a cigarette in his hand. He hadn't even flicked it. Nothing, you know. And the ash was like super long, you know. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much out of his mind and uh so that little part is, is Sid but you need to watch the wall mister yeah my mom has it I, I need to borrow it from her 
how you gotta watch it. It's it's a really really cool movie. A really yeah, cool I, movie. I actually forgot about um, that she has it. But yeah, comfortably numb is also inspired by Sid. You know, uh, a lot of her songs are inspired by Sid Barrett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George, um, George, my son again has a uh, um in like a few years ago in school he made like a book like for like a, a homework assignment, I guess, or maybe art project. I, I forget what class, but he made uh, like all of the Pink Floyd albums uh, in, in like a book. He also made a, cal- he made a calendar also with oh, them. But yeah, he used to draw the uh, albums. <laughs> that is so awesome, man. George, like I said, he's the coolest kid ever. <laughs> Coolest kid ever. <laughs> yeah, check out. Uh, I and I, I think you can. Uh, I'm pretty sure Sid Barrett's albums are on YouTube for free. So oh, okay. I recommend you check those out. Yeah. All right, it's your turn now. All right. Um, okay. This is. So speaking of George, this one is is. Uh, um applicable to him um Uh this is the a very common traditional song all lang syne the like you know the new year's song and Uh the specifically now the the kenny g version which years ago i if somebody told me i would have a kenny g song on my uh <laughs> tops 25 list i'd be like really what but <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway the reason is because when george was really little i used to go to his mom's uh to to put him to bed like every night i would go and just like hold him uh, like on my shoulder and i started i i would hum this song and i didn't i didn't even know what song i was humming and it it, it wasn't exactly um old lang syne but then i i realized that that's what it was and it's funny because that's uh you know is that song is associated with new years and uh-huh. George's birthday is on New Year's Eve. So, yeah, or, yeah New Year's Eve. So that's kind of funny. Okay, hold oh. on. I got I to gotta stop the recording again. <laughs> there. Okay, so, yeah, Old Lang Syne. Yeah, I don't really have much, other to, much else to say other than uh, one of my other favorite uses of the song or versions is at the end of Ghostbusters 2, where the whole, the, like, everybody outside of the museum starts singing it, and the, it breaks the spell that, uh, Vigo, the antagonist in the movie has, and the Ghostbusters are able to defeat him then because of that song, <laughs> and the no. spirit of New York City. But all right, so yeah, all Lang Syne. What's your next one? I never saw Ghostbusters two, but the one uh, Lang Syne that I think of is from the Sex and the City movie, and there's a really sweet part. It's a montage, pretty much, and obviously it's New Year's Eve, and oh, okay. uh, they're playing this really pretty version of it. If I can find it, I'll send it to you. Oh yeah, it's, definitely. Uh, it sounds like. It sounds like it's being sung in Gaelic, maybe. And so I got curious and looked it up. And it's actually in English, but I think the woman singing it just has a very deep accent. And I want to say it's like a Gaelic accent or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'll send that's, to Yeah, you. that sounds it's good. Nice. Very, very pretty. Um, oh, right. there's a... Uh, um, um, there, we have this activity at, at the nursing home. Uh, we called respite. We call respite group, and we watch this video, and at it ends with that with all Lang Syne, and um, then it ends with this little girl saying, "I love you, Grandma and Grandpa," and but but uh, that's I I always tear up uh, when that starts playing 
just because no. of the whole George thing and putting him to sleep when he was just a tiny little no. baby and now he's almost gonna be he's gonna be yeah. 15 that's crazy but he's still yeah he's he's a cool kid but anyway okay uh what is your next one the next one is by mazzy star called into dust oh and so yeah mazzy star back in the day came out with that video fade into you which was very popular and i loved it yeah yeah and i got um and i would what, what is it called <laughs> Into dust, into, into dust. dust. Okay, it's just like I can feel myself. It's it's her dying pretty much, and I can feel myself turning into dust. And um, I bought the album, and because I love Fade Into You, but their other songs are amazing. And oh, I, really? I was in high school, okay, and I would like, you know, uh, light some candles turn the lights off and just listen to the album at night. It's awesome. But the song Into Dust, fucking perfect. Love it so much. And that's a song that if I do pick up guitar, like pick up playing the guitar, uh-huh. that's the song. That's the first song I want to learn. Um, and it sounds easy enough. Um, but uh, I've always loved it. And then many years ago, there is a commercial for a video game um one of the popular ones uh it's on xbox um i forgot what it was called like call of duty maybe or one of those which one uh call of duty yes i think it was call of duty it was a war video game and there was this little promo for it on tv and into dust was playing and i was blown away i'm like what like because huh. again it wasn't a single that Mazzy star released and so i was just you know pleasantly surprised that this song is playing on like you know a fucking commercial for a video game and if you go on youtube and you look up the song look at the comments like read the comments and you'll see people are like how many of y'all like are here because of Call of Duty. <laughs> like, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's a, it's a great song. Um, it's like the content is very goth, of course. You know, she's like, I can feel your, uh, I can feel myself growing colder. So she's dead, you know, right. and she can feel herself just dying. <laughs> it's, <laughs> just, it's a great, great song. Yeah, um, the other easy to play on the guitar <laughs> i don't know but cool. that's the one i'm gonna learn i'll have to check it out yeah the mm-hmm. uh, uh sunday morning i think when i or or one i don't know one of the days recently when i was making breakfast i had my uh spotify playlist playing and and fade um fade wait Fade in. What is their other song? Oh, uh, fade into you. Oh, it is fade into you. Okay, I, I was, I was thinking I was getting that confused because of into. So into is in both of the songs. Yeah, that uh, fade into you came on, and uh, while I was uh, making breakfast. Very <laughs> <laughs> <Great> song. <laughs> yeah, them and the Cowboy Junkies. You remember the Cowboy Junkies? I um, I know of them. I forget the genre name, but so Cowboy Junkies, like their famous song is Sweet Jane, which is the remake of Velvet Underground Sweet Jane. Oh, and of okay. course, Velvet Underground That's Sweet Jane is very like 60s and stuff. Cowboy Junkies turned it into like a, like a, not country. It's, I, I can't, there's a name for the genre and I cannot remember the name of it. Um, but listen to that one too Cowboy Junkies. Uh, Sweet Jane. Okay. They slow it down a lot. It's really nice. Really nice. Okay, your turn. (laughs) All right. Okay, my next one is... uh, It's called Baby Got Going by Liz Fair. Oh, Liz Fair. I remember her. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So this song... um, It... 
Yeah, it was on. Uh... So yeah, I got into Liz Fair. Um, I don't even. I'm not even sure how exactly. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I think I just discovered some of her songs on. Oh no, it was in a a class when I was in college. Uh, somebody brought her up and they talked about her album exile on main street which yeah or no not no i mean that's that's the rolling stones album she has an album called exile in guyville and like supposedly like each of the songs on her album is like a response to each of the songs on the rolling stones uh album yeah and uh yeah she has like song she has like some really dirty songs uh which I really enjoyed when I was in college, like fucking run. And, uh, um, there's a song she has called, it's called South Dakota. And it's like, like, I want to get drunk and fuck some cows. (laughs) (laughs) And then, um, so yeah, this baby got going was on an album, uh, that she released called White Chocolate Space Egg, which I guess the that is like a reference to her her newborn baby's bald head. <laughs> I remember reading that somewhere. But this song Baby Got Going was on, and I I was listening to the album, and I was driving uh, up to uh, from this where I live now to the Houghton area where I um, grew up. And this is another one of those instances where I listened to this song the whole way there, which, again, was like an hour and a half to an hour and 45 minutes or so. And I just I just kept hit. This was on CD. This, And I kept just replaying it all, the whole way there. I, I just nonstop. I, I don't know why. And I remember even telling people that, like, the, I... I told people about the song and that I had listened to it the whole way here. And they're like, wow, you're weird. Probably <laughs> <laughs> my, my friend Luke is like that. He would find a song that he liked and it would just be playing like, or, or at least an album, the, like an album would be playing like all day. He would put it on and, and, yeah. and I remember people would be like, wow, he must really like that. Yeah. <laughs> the the Jimmy Buffett or <laughs> Um yeah. yeah uh I was gonna say Liz Fair also you know she later then released an album that had like her first like big hits which I'm sure uh-huh. you heard the you know that why can't I breathe whenever I think about you it it was in like a lot of movies and commercials, oh, okay. I think even. But on that album, because a, a a lot of people went out and bought that album, and like probably like kids. <laughs> but there's a one. So all all of the songs I think on that album are like are like clean, and a lot of people like thought she was like betrayed her fans because it was such a like commercial or more like poppy album but she does have a song on that album called hwc which stands for hot white cum (laughs) (laughs) and basically it's a song about how it's her secret like beauty advice like why her skin is so like shiny or (laughs) It's a really, it's a, it's a wild song. (laughs) Awesome. You know, she's one of those, remember that artist Poe, P-O-E? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not too familiar with her, but I know of her. Yeah, I remember on Gilmore Girls, I think Lane has a shirt and she's wearing the Poe shirt. Oh, okay. Oh, man, I remember that shirt. I remember that and and the star. And which reminded me of Liz Fair, and you know, I still haven't even looked into them. You know, I I know Liz Fair released a video back in the day in the '90s, and I don't even remember the song. But I think I don't know if she was like a one-hit wonder. I I don't know, but um, 
those girls I need yeah, to check she's out. She's more and of like an alternative. As well. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I was going to bring up PJ Harvey. Yeah. And yes, her and yes. Tracy Bonham, which um, I'll probably talk about. I'm spoiler uh, for the next round, but yeah, there'll definitely be uh, some, uh, at least one Tracy Bonham song on. <laughs> Tracy Bonham. I'm not. Tracy She's. Bonham, Tracy Bonham. There's the song you would have heard of hers is called Mother, Mother. Where she goes, mother, mother, okay. are you listening? Vague. It's it's a it's very a it's a cool song. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, that's uh, baby got going. All right, that's going to be it for part two of episode seven with Imelda's and Ryan's top twenty-five favorite songs. So far, we have said uh, twenty of them, and there's thirty more to go. Imelda has not yet said the secret word, so we'll see if she says it in part three, which I hopefully will have out uh, fairly soon. All right, uh, email me at uddpod at gmail.com. You can send me questions, comments, concerns, uh, meatloaf recipes, facts about Beatles, the bug, or the band, or the car. All right, thank you for listening, and, uh, oh, it seems like there's one more thing. Oh, yes. Thanks, Tom. And we will all go together when we go. Every hot and tot and every Eskimo. When the air becomes uranius, we will all go simultaneous. Yes, we all will go together when we all go together. Yes, we all will go together when we go. Then my dad ruined it back then because he said that he looked like E.T. And I'm, <laughs> no, he doesn't, Dad. And then I thought he kind of, no, he doesn't. Like, no, he, he does not look like E.T. <laughs>